I'm Ingrid Hernandez. And I'm Christina Pernforce. We are two unlikely best friends navigating the world of entrepreneurship, motherhood, and all that it brings to life in general. Between us, we have about 10 different careers, worn countless hats, but more importantly, numerous types of shoes. From combat boots to ski boots, we've professionally handled them all. And in this podcast, we like to discuss and share the nuggets we picked up along the way and learn some new ones from our fabulous guests. As entrepreneurs, life's a juggle. Marketing, sales, client services, finances, and the list goes on. Let's face it, it's tough. But our motto is, life's too short not to wear high heels. And every hour can be a happy one. Welcome to the High Heels Happy Hour. Cheers! I surprised her a little bit there. Started the recording before she was ready. I like to keep her on her toes. Well, uh, so welcome back to High Heels Happy Hour, where we like to keep ourselves on our high heels. No, not we. Toes. She likes to keep <laughs> keeps us on our toes. Okay. I'm okay. still Christina, and this is still Ingrid. Yes. Today we have a fabulous returning guest. I'm so excited yes. when we can say returning guest. That means we've been at it for a while, which we have. We have. Yeah. So let's start as always. How was the week? Great. I spent a lot of time painting. Oh, that's right. And rearranging mm. the house. My daughter wants a smaller room, which is really bizarre. So we switched rooms, painted, and decluttered. That's good. So... Yeah. Super busy week. How about you? It was a good, it was like a recovery week from uh, yeah. birthday. So it was good. We had style club. That's, oh, that's always right. fun. And um, and then it was kind of getting house back in order, um, starting to work properly, which is exciting. So it was good. And do we have a hack? I do, and I have to read it. She sounds like she's been waiting. All I week. know, I'm so excited. Yeah. So, for those of you that heard a couple of the episodes, I'm on this. I think Christina rubbed off a little bit on me on the health thing. We're trying to figure out how to really take care of my body. Yes, it's a little, See? it's a little, a little challenging. No. But I started doing this detox shot in the morning. Uh huh, and. It's an acquired taste completely. Victor tried to do it and he mm-hmm. almost, it came right back up. Almost. It's a little quiet, but oh. I'm going to give you the, just run down a real quick okay. recipe. I don't know what it's called, but I call it detox. Mm-hmm. It's apple cider. Vinegar. Vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. Uh, lemon, turmeric, cayenne pepper, cinnamon, a pinch of salt, black pepper, and then you leave it, you kind of stir it, leave it, take it as a shot, and then a glass of water and sounds like a marinade i would put chicken in with some I, oil yeah i, I don't think okay. i'll have chicken. i'm gonna try I'm that like that ever. no not with, with chicken oh. <laughs> so anyways so you just take a shot and the the how i got it was a half a teaspoon of each mm-hmm. but i don't like spicy stuff so that cayenne pepper going down i was like woof, dear good for the 
Like my whole body was on fire. I was like, who eats this stuff? So, but I feel great. It's good for energy, for like focus. And after, you know, a couple burps and stuff. Yeah, it's fine. Good. That's my hack. I'm going to try that. (laughs) Uh, And my hack is is food related as well. Last two weeks ago, I was telling uh, Megan that I um, finally started eating cottage cheese in the United States, mixing it with. Um, Greek yogurt, which I love. Which I tried but now, today. I also, because you know, cottage cheese is really high in protein, so it's super great. So I tried another mix that you got to try a dip. So here it is: you do avocado, cottage cheese, lime or lemon, and then some herbs. Whatever uh, I did, parsley, um, salt and pepper, onion powder. You could do a garlic and you just put that in the blender. Boom. It's a super healthy alternative or dip. Yeah. And it was really great. If she would have told me it was cottage cheese and avocado, I probably would have not tried it. Yes. It was really because good. avocado and cottage no, cheese. No, no. It's perfect. Yeah. They marry perfect together. So, yes, explore. Yes, the, it was really The cottage good. cheese exploration will continue. <laughs> Next week, new recipe. All right, so we have our fabulous guests coming back. And the topic we're going to talk about today is something that uh, we have mentioned it before. I have never been able to do it. And it's the art of meditating. I just don't know how. But today, all of us that feel um, lost when it comes to meditation are going to learn. How exciting is that? That is exciting. So I, Danielle taught me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I know a little bit. So I'm excited for you all to learn. Yeah. I just need to keep it going a little longer than what I have been. <laughs> I need to move in a little bit. Come in. I think oh. I'm, we're a little crooked today. I told you it was there crooked. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So will you uh, do the honors and introduce our fabulous grass? Yes. So I'm going to allow her to introduce herself, but I am going to tell you a really awesome just who she is and she is a minister of spiritual consciousness so without further ado let's welcome in reverend danielle randall yay i did it right so excited hello hello Hello. welcome back yes thank you for having me back it's always so nice to be with the both of you well thank you nice to be with you and we always learn some awesome things um last time we talked about what did we talk about it was the um um manifesting yes and today you're now going to teach me to finally meditate i think so (laughs) okay so so are we uh, this this is going to be on a level where kind of like meditation for dummies right it's like easy peasy because i have tried in the past and not been successful and i think that's also the comments we've been getting the most common thing about um not being able to meditate is the voices you can't keep a quiet mind because you think you're supposed to be everything's supposed to be quiet i totally get that okay so take it away, Danielle. All right. Well, let's do this. 
what are a few of the obstacles to meditating? Like just the, the things that happen when you say, I'm going to sit down and meditate, then what happens? Um, it's that to-do list that keeps going in your head. Like, oh shoot, I need to do this after when I'm done with this. And then I need to do that. And uh, so that's one thing. And then I think things in our surrounding too can be like you looking at something or well, I've even, yes. And I've even been like sitting down and I'm like, Ugh, this hurts. I don't like to sit in this position. <laughs> that is funny. So yeah, those are some. Those are common things, distractions, uncomfortable, um, busy mind. What else? What else, Ingrid? What gets in the way when you say to yourself, I'm going to sit down and meditate? I don't think we make time for it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That is true. It's, it's um, like, am I going to sit down for a few minutes or do I, should I do the dishes? I'll share my thoughts on the dishes and meditation <laughs> after. Um, so let's talk about like what meditation is. What do you think meditation actually is? Like if you had to like define meditation, what would you say? What do you believe? I think it's like tapping into a deeper level of your consciousness or deeper um yeah tapping into your a deeper level in your mind okay yeah and i feel like it's a place where you can just be quiet and and just in tune with just not no noise and just being able to kind of recenter yourself or like a new beginning or like if you do it in the morning or at night for like a reset okay i get it i think it's all of those things and <laughs> For simplicity, let's just break it down that it is a practice that contributes to your physical and mental well-being, along with your emotional and spiritual well-being. But overall, it is a practice. And I think the thing we that really stops us from doing it is the belief that Christina mentioned first, which is we believe we have to quiet our mind and that isn't really true. It would be more true to say that uh, an effect of your practice of meditation is a quieter mind. Mm, but I like that. Okay. okay. Yeah. So sometimes just having that thought that you have to make your mind quiet will bring up every thought you've ever had and didn't have. And there is no <laughs> quieting. It's like having a toddler and saying, Sit here yeah and expecting that child to actually sit there right so if we take that pressure off of ourselves we can expand what meditation means to us and how we're going to address becoming more mentally and physically um, attuned to our well-being because it's really the benefits of meditation that we want. And some of those benefits are a decrease in, in anxiety. It's been known to support people in shifting out of diseased states, right? We've heard people say they've cured or they've cleared different manifestations of illness. Um, we know that it serves as a antidote for depression. We have heard that it lowers high blood pressure, that it 
relaxes the body, it makes you your sleep problems go away and can release tension in the form of a headache or other body ailments. And those are benefits. Mm -hmm. But the primary benefit is to be able to get to a place where without the practice, meaning you don't only feel good while you're meditating, that you're able to get back to that state of consciousness, the state of being in meditation. And so I'm going to tell you this. I taught my son's third grade class how to meditate for an entire school year. So there is hope. There's hope for me too. And I, yeah. And I thought, well, if this works, then I could teach anybody how to meditate. That's not after have, right. After having yeah. taught so many people to meditate in one-on-one -on -one work and group work, I, I was like, well, if it's true, it'll work for these third graders. And what I found was they have a very limited obstacle because they're not overthinking mm -hmm. what I'm asking them to do. Right. So today we're going to do a couple of things. We are actually going to meditate. We're going to do a focused meditation, which is ideal for anyone. Even if you're an experienced meditator, this practice will give you an opportunity to perhaps experience your meditation practice in a new way. So we'll do that. People like to meditate and focus on their breath. You know what happens to me when I think about focusing on my breath? I like immediately stop breathing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I've done that and too. Then, <laughs> and then my breathing is labored and I'm like yeah. all in my head about it. Um, but <laughs> relaxed breathing is a good skill and you can learn how to breathe in a relaxed state when you're meditating. Um, a quiet setting is ideal. It isn't required, but it is ideal. I also will share another fun fact about me. I learned to meditate on the New York City subway. Oh. Commuting to work when I was. It's not a quiet place. No. <laughs> and I will tell you that the practice of meditation on the subway made it possible to meditate anywhere. Because mm. if you can do it in that space, if you eliminate the idea that everything has to be perfect, to be in touch with the part of you that's 100% you, then yeah. you can do it anywhere, right? So yeah. to, you, do, you do not have to be comfortable, although we say it's a requirement. It really isn't. It's just common practices that set people up to succeed, right? So for most people, they like a quiet place in a comfortable position with a open attitude and a relaxed breath and body. So today we're going to do our first meditation together before I tell you anything else about it with my very, very favorite meditation tool. You ready? Ta -da! Tissues. Ta -da! <laughs> so why do I like tissues? Well, you're going to find out. So I will tell you both to please take out a tissue for yourself. Now, we are going to use a tissue today. It could be any object that you have either 
in front of you or around you, including using your own hand. It's just going to be a place where we put our focus without the pressure of all the other ideas we just discussed, everything needing to be perfect. And so this is how we're going to do it. And we're going to do it together. I'm going to start and I'm going to make an observation, but it is going to be a literal observation, not going to expand my thinking mind. So when I see a tissue, I'm not going to say, oh, you have a cold and you need a tissue. No, I'm going to look at the tissue and I'm going to say the tissue is white. Is your tissue white? Yes. Yes. Okay, so get your tissue in your fingertips, just like me, so that it is going to become the most interesting thing you have ever seen. And we are going to go deep into the tissue. I will start by making an observation. Perhaps I'll make two, and then I will look up and I'll ask one of you to just make an observation, okay? And we'll go around, the three of us, and so we're going to begin the practice now. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm okay. ready. Let's do this. Let's prepare. Take a deep breath. And let it go. And another deep breath in. And let it go. And with your last deep breath, I want you to relax your body. and bring your eyes to your tissue. The tissue is white. The tissue is soft. Christina. The tissue is perfect square. The tissue has two sheets. The tissue is embossed. And the tissue is wrinkled. Uh, the tissue has little diamond indentations. The tissue is transparent. The tissue has a fold line perfectly in the center. The tissue has four corners. The tissue has a rough edge. The tissue looks fluffy. The tissue feels like silk. The tissue is fibrous. The tissue feels strong yet soft. Tissue actually has three sheets. And so as we keep our focus on the tissue, I want you to take a minute and observe your current state of being. Where is your mind? How does your body feel? Where is your focus? What else do you notice? And when you're ready, 
you can look up and come back to the space that you're sitting in and just bring your awareness to the present moment. Anybody want to share what they observed? What do you notice about yourself right now? Um, pretty relaxed. Mm-hmm. I actually sat down on my chair. I felt my body kind of like sit. I'm still a little scattered brained, but I, I'm as with everything as with working out, I'm sure it's a, it's a practice, as mm-hmm. you said, it's something we got to practice do it, right? It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. However, when you can say that you feel more relaxed, mm-hmm. you can let go of the idea that you did it wrong. Yeah. Can you feel your heart rate lowering, like slower? Yeah. And I know that you're an avid exerciser, so you, and you run, right? Yeah. And so does this current state remind you of anything you feel while you're in the middle of a workout or on a run? No, but afterwards. (laughs) Okay. And so exercise is a form of meditation if we allow it to be, because it has similar benefits. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, the, the the mind shutting off, not shutting off, but kind of letting the quiet the mind. I can often happens when I run. It's like you're not thinking about anything in particular. You're just kind of letting it go. Yeah, like a runner's high, right? Like at some point, perhaps in the beginning of the run, you're thinking about maybe the path or how the body feels when you first start yeah. off. And then as you are in the practice of the run, Mm -hmm. everything comes together and you don't have to think about where you're going or how fast or if the body hurts and the mind and the body come together in this place of peacefulness, which then affords you some mental space, more quiet, right? And then when you get done, you're typically spent, meaning the excess energy is spent, but what remains is this calm, relaxed feeling. Mm. So, Yeah, that's very cool, because I think in my mind, too, with meditation, you're supposed to reach some kind of level of nirvana, or, you know, like something is going to happen, all of a sudden you're going to, it's almost like those... um, illusion, optical illusions that you look at and all of a sudden you see it. Well, we could probably get that if we get a little added help from from natural stuff and (laughs) or chemical substances. No, but I think the whole idea of it just being concentrating on something else and letting go of other thoughts, I think that's a much easier, yeah, well, easier for me to grasp and it kind of more, it makes it more um, doable. So now, let me ask you this. So when it comes to meditation and relaxing, like we did the tissue and then, you know, there, there is, we could probably keep going, but obviously there was three of us. So one of us with a tissue can really have a few minutes of doing what we just did. Is it, is it beneficial to do it in the morning at night for those? I know uh, a couple of the people on our Facebook Posts had said they want to quiet their mind, probably to go to bed. Is there a 
better time to meditate or is it just kind of something you want to practice to either get ready in the morning or in the evening? So without being, you know, too technical, the best time to meditate is when you meditate. Oh, okay. It's going to be different for everyone, but if you wanted to rest better or sleep better, you might want and choose to develop a practice before bed where you are essentially, in my words, boring your mind to death. Mm. While the tissue, I mean, we could make it very interesting if we make up stories about it or, right? So it's the practice of getting out of the thinking mind but that doesn't mean you have to have a completely silent mind. Gotcha. Exactly, right? So what yeah. you want to do is to be able to bring your mind back to a central point. For yeah. some people, they use a mantra and yeah. they can sit and they will, a lot of people like the word OM because of its heart opening and centering experience. You could close your eyes and simply rest your head. Oh, the vibration changes you. There are other ways to meditate in terms of using some people like a phrase. I am at peace. I am at peace. And again, it's this idea where we are, we're mastering the ability to stay right here. Yeah. Not stay right here and never get pulled over there, but stay here and come back, right? So the tissue is white. I have to do the laundry. The tissue is white. I have to pay my bills. The tissue is soft. It keeps you coming back to a place where you actually have some control rather than what we're used to, which is kind of being dragged around by our thoughts. Yeah. Could it be beneficial to switch out the tool? So if I do the tissue today and then, because after a while, you know, the, the, those ideas about the tissue is going to be the same, like mm -hmm. it's square, it's soft. Maybe tomorrow I look at my hand or look at another object and just focus on that object. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You, and there are two benefits to doing it on both sides. One, the discipline created to remain focused on the tissue when your mind is telling you that you know all the answers yeah. is part of a practice. Okay. And if you want <laughs> to... Sorry, you know, we talked about you. Now you need a tissue. I need a tissue. <laughs> manifesting <laughs> and then if you feel like you want to use another object using the object is better than not meditating right mm -hmm. so the best practice is the one you can sustain because yeah. it's cumulative it's not really a one and done yeah the other thing I like to do is ask people to just rate themselves on a scale of one to five. Don't make it overly complicated. What is your current state of relaxation before you begin? Mm -hmm. My and all of our intellect loves data. 
So if we say, oh, I, right now I feel like I'm at a three, okay. and then I do the tissue, now I feel like I'm at a five, even if it's for a short period of time, I, my intellect says that was good. Let's do it again. Yeah. Right. But because we don't really quantify meditation, it's, did I get there? Did I do it right? Yeah. Yeah. Was it wrong? Right. And so if you can't meditate for one minute, don't try to meditate for 10. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, all, that makes so much sense. Yep. Set yourself up to win because the practice of meditation has benefits. And it's the benefits that you really want in the long run. I heard people lo lose weight from meditating too. It's like you're releasing the body. I heard a, well, a we're gonna famous see how that fitness works. expert, JJ Virgin. She lost five pounds when she learned to meditate. I meditated. I had to go to the bathroom. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just releasing. Yeah. But I will tell you, I did do the meditation walking. I tried that. I saw it online. I wanted to try it. And mm -hmm. it was Chance and I, and I was meditating and I was telling myself, like, feel the wind. You feel mm -hmm. like the wind, how it hits your face, the birds. Mm -hmm. And the more I got in the walk, birds chirping got louder and hmm. I can hear the wind blowing. It was really cool. Hmm. And then I didn't even realize how far I had walked. Yeah. When I kind of like snapped out of it, I was like, huh. I was like, that was so cool. But I feel too, doing this exercise, and even if I don't have a tissue, if I have something else, you could sit on an airplane or in yes. a car, not when driving, but if you're in, you know, there's a backup and you line have to sit in line for a while. I guess so it's safe to say that we just learned how to meditate. Yeah. Literally in the middle of anywhere. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that appeals to me a lot because yeah. it's the whole you gotta find a quiet place, you gotta sit down, cross legged, blah blah blah. I'm like, this is not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll give you some other places you wouldn't expect to create a meditation practice, but I found them to be very supportive for me mm -hmm. the dishes the dishes mm -hmm. are one of those things that they never go away right it's yeah. something that is going to be in your daily you know routine yeah. so if you could make the dishes a mindful practice then you would find your state yourself in a state of meditation right and it's Again, using the dishes, it's like the dish is white. The dish, my hands are wet. It's like a very stilling, present experience. Rather than doing the dishes, thinking about what you're going to do after them, if you give your full focus to the dish itself without imagination, mm -hmm. the dish feels greasy, the soap feels smooth. You know what I mean? It's going to bring your mind back to that back to the practice back yeah. to focus yeah danielle i am gonna have victor edit this podcast because he hates doing the dishes so i'm gonna tell him the look yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, if you just, to start. If you just look at the plate i'm gonna have him help yeah. me edit this podcast i'm gonna have him help me edit it yeah that's so fun well even yeah. the children yeah because i i've 
I've tried to do a little bit with the with the kids, and it makes a difference. I mean, especially when they're actually focused. I mean, we've done a minute and a half, maybe, but they're like, "Oh, mom, like I feel so relaxed." I was like, "Huh," but I have, I have to be better. Yeah, I want to be better with, with practicing more often, but it's um, it's kind of cool to to feel. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. What do you, how about you? What do you mean? No, it doesn't feel good just to Yeah, just... no, I, and, and I think I probably have, because especially like we've talked about painting. I love painting walls. Mm-hmm. And I often, I do, I think it's very, I think it's very relaxing because I do think when I do things like that, I turn my mind off and I just go for it. So I think that's probably, I've probably been meditating without even knowing it. You have. It was. See? Yes, because I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I don't have to think about anything. I'm just. Well, even when rolling. you do for work, when you when you put pieces together, that's yeah. kind of something you do. That's just that. Well, then I kind of focus on that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. No, I love. Yeah. No, I I see it through a very different lens now. Wow. I think. Hey. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Wow. So no, but I do feel like this is something you need to practice. Like you can't just think like I've done in the past. Oh no, this doesn't work for me. No, of course. I mean it, that's I mean with anything. Yeah. In order for it to work, you have to yeah. practice. And even after, I mean, I know Danielle, you've been probably meditating for how many years? Twenty. Twenty. And it's probably still considered a practice. It is a practice. And what I will say is when I need, I'm going to talk about some of the deeper benefits because you brought up healing and why someone would lose weight after meditating. One, you are rewiring your nervous system. So we tend to live in a very reactive state. And when you have the level of discipline to still your body, still your mind, still your nervous system, that in and of itself changes your hormones. It changes the body chemistry overall. And you realize that you are not stress eating, you're not increasing cortisol, you're not spiking. And all of those physiological improvements result in being able to release weight. When you, when you can sit in meditation, and I say sit, but it could be stand, it could be lay down. It's not necessarily, you know, people yeah. don't lay down sometimes because they have the tendency to fall asleep. Um, but if you're not a person who would fall asleep laying down consciously, there'd be no reason not to. Um, when you're in meditation for longer periods of time, what you first begin to notice is that things can kind of bubble up. And what is going to bubble up first is either emotional content, things that you have perhaps repressed or ignored. They may come up in the form of memories, but this stilling of the thinking mind is giving the subconscious some space to express. And so meditation as a healing practice will give you access to some of those places that have gone dark 
some of the behaviors and patterns that you may not be aware of, you can receive an insight into why you are the way you are, why you behave the way you behave. It's a powerful practice for disrupting patterns when you receive those insights. Maybe you have a problem in a relationship with a friend or a spouse, and it comes up over and over again, and you take that intention to see the pattern into meditation and maybe you get an aha like oh my gosh i always do this when they do that Mm -hmm. because again the subconscious is your it's like a library of everything that's ever happened everything you've ever seen and heard and experienced and the ones that create patterns those memories those imprints they are quite predictable So you can get in touch with your own subconscious and work on healing, work on shifting, changing patterns and behaviors. That definitely changes your experience of the world, how you show up, your world responds to this new, you know, action you've taken or a new thought you've had. Mm -hmm. Um, Meditation can be and is a very powerful discipline in its totality you don't have to start there to succeed that's very yes yes Yes. i love it and then i'll tell you one more thing once you get beyond the subconscious in your meditation being still where you're accessing your you know inner material there is an opportunity for you to elevate beyond your thinking mind beyond your subconscious mind into what as a metaphysician we would call your superconscious mind or your higher self or your god self or your you know the highest version of you and when you're in that state you're accessing different kinds of insights understandings of social consciousness and awarenesses new ideas fresh energies different streams of consciousness that are ever present but maybe not on our radar and so for meditation to evolve with you is not uncommon bless you do you need a tissue i have it Another or now I know another place I'm gonna meditate. Try this. It's when I when I'm in the red light therapy bed. Because there's nothing you can do. You're just with glasses on. And usually I, I don't know. Think about everything. Now I'm just gonna try to very cool. So let me give you an idea of how that could be made easy. Uh-huh. As you're laying there, bring do your three deep centering breaths. And then start with your toes. Mm-hmm. Put your awareness on your toes. Feel them. Notice them. Right? Move your awareness from your toes to your foot. From your foot to your ankle. And, and again, you're just making plain observation. Notice how it, is there a sensation? Is there no sensation? And as you move and make your way up your body, your mind will begin to slow down. Your nervous system will relax and you'll begin to feel your heart open 
And in that space, you are in meditation. That's what they do at the end of yoga classes. Yeah. Like putting your mind to your feet, your yeah, and then you walk in your mm -hmm. way up the Oh, I always thought that was too. Yeah, well, relax the muscle, but okay. <laughs> relax well, the mind. The whole the whole body yeah. muscle, yeah. I'm gonna do that. That I'm gonna do that. I need to make an appointment for my red light therapy. I want to try today. <laughs> no, I think I think that's it's fun. I mean, I'm still practicing. Yeah, but no, it's but I think the fun part is that you could do the, the fact that you could do it anywhere and everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's not a question of having all the surrounding um all the surroundings be in a perfect position. I wish they would do uh, meditation as a prescription because you know what we talked about earlier was how much it helps with diseases mm -hmm. and all that. I'm yeah. like they should do that instead of Prozac. Yeah. You know. You well, know. they should they should give exercises prescription too, but they don't do that. I know yeah. society society is a little yeah because no crazy. who's gonna make money on that? No, I know. <laughs> I know just it's, say it. I know, but it's uh, just because meditation is free. So. It is very cool, very fun. Thank you, Danielle, for um, showing us the way. Hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> and would, do you want to do my dishes when you're at it? I'm. I'm going to explain to Victor as we the benefits of doing the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's going to be like uh, or folding laundry or something. hundred percent. Anything that you like or iron. Oh, ironing is going to be. Perfect. No, but you enjoy ironing. So I enjoy kind of... ironing, but it's going to be great for meditating. She's going to have yes. her eyes closed and I'm burn, like, burn her. Burn a, a you her have to have your eyes closed. It's like, yeah. again, another, you know. No, I know, but she was ironing with her eyes closed right now. I can just imagine her going, <laughs> oh, I burned a hole. Oh, the hole is burned. <laughs> hey, that's, that's okay. That's fun. Well, oh, thank you, Danielle. And before we leave for today, hopefully we, we'll have you back for some other insightful, mindful practices. We had manifesting, yeah. meditating. What else on M can mm. we come up with? I can see. But before we leave, Ingrid's going to leave us with a quote. Yes, I was listening to Instagram. I just and I was and I I love Denzel Washington as an actor and as a person. And one of the things he was saying was. It was a big, long speech, but he said, keep working, keep striving, never give up, fall down seven times and get up eight. Then it says, ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. And I mm. thought that was so cool because everyone says, well, it's not that easy. And if everything was easy, yep. it just wouldn't be that worth it. Yep. And I kept on, you know, if, you, if you don't move out of the screen, it keeps on playing. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's so good. So I figured, why not share it? Yeah. So I like it. That is it. Thank well, you. Well, cheers and thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. All of you listening or watching, please share where you found your meditation spot and what what objects helped you. Cheers. 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 Ah, bye. Okay, Christina, I guess we finished another episode. That was fun. Yeah. And if you liked this episode as well, don't forget to follow the show and share with a friend. You can also join our High Heels Happy Hour podcast group 
on Facebook and continue the conversation. Time to put our feet up. The high heels are coming off. School! School.